three, two, one. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast and happy August. Oh my goodness, we're in a new month. I'm really excited. I always get a lot of energy when we go into new months because it's an opportunity to reset and have new goals and get excited for the future. And I had mentioned on my previous podcast episode that something new was going to happen this month. And I was excited and a little bit nervous about it, but I'm actually going to do a little series with my friend Tracy. And Tracy Plushcourt is a life coach, and I'll give her a chance to introduce herself since we're starting this series for the first time today. But for the next six weeks, I'm actually going to be put in the seat of getting coached. So this is just a really cool opportunity, honestly, for me to work through the kinds of things that are very present in my life right now and a chance for you as my audience to see another side of me um, that's probably a little bit more vulnerable than when I'm in the hosting seat. So I'm really looking forward to this. So Tracy, thank you for the opportunity to do something really special on my show. Oh, thank you for having me. And you know what? I just want to spotlight you and you, the courage that it takes to step forward and to be coached in front of an audience because it is not an easy thing to do. But I will tell you what, it'll pay dividends back into your personal and professional life at the exact same time that it will help somebody else. Undoubtedly, there will be other people out there that are dealing with the same thoughts and feelings and they're not totally sure how to reconcile those and you will give them the like the the ability to articulate in an in a different sort of way how they may be thinking and how they may be feeling and you know it's all about new perspectives new perspectives are what create new results for us so this is such a gift. And I just really want to give you the credit for being willing to put yourself out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about this, especially because I am thinking through some big things. And honestly, I haven't really taken just that purposeful pause to really reflect and let some of what I'm thinking through sink in. So now is a better time as any to, to, to actually really dig in. Awesome. So is there something that you feel like you might be sort of rumbling with something that maybe is a little bit unsettled? It might be a thought mm -hmm. that you're, that you're really kind of fixated on that you may be spinning out on. It may be a feeling, you know, an emotion, a vibration that's running through your body it might actually be an action or an mm -hmm. inaction, a type of behavior that you um, aren't really aligned with and maybe feeling like you're doing it against your will, or there's something that you desperately want to be doing and you can't figure out what's stopping you from doing it. So there is either a thought, a feeling, or a behavior that you have noticed you want to shift a little bit. Is there anything that you can kind of put your finger on? Yeah. Um, maybe it's a little mix of thought and feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so I have been for a long time, well, having a desire to, to write a book. And, you know, 
my my whole mantra is to take action because a lot of times we pursue things that we don't quite know what we're doing, but we just know that we need to start somewhere. And so I decided to hire a writing coach. Mm. And she's had a few calls over the last few months to get us prepared for the journey. I'm part of a group of other authors and the program officially launches next week. I actually have a call today to dig into some of our preparation. That's what we've been doing for the last couple of months. And um, my feeling is that it's scary. I haven't gone on this journey before. I've I've known so many people, so it comforts me a little bit to, to know I'm in good company. Um, but I think that doing something like this is really vulnerable because I'm writing about me, I'm writing about what I've learned, I'm writing about how I feel, um, who I've learned from, and um, it's big. It's like being naked, (laughs) naked emotionally. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I'm still processing through um, that. And don't get me wrong, there's excitement in there too. So so it's not all just scariness. It's kind of a ball. (laughs) It's like a ball of emotion. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have, let's just take the circumstance of the first call that's happening. You have a call today that is leading up to like the first official call, group call, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're going to like dive in and start doing the work. And so you're noticing that you're feeling a little bit of fear. You're feeling scared. Yeah. And that scared or that fearfulness is coming from a thought that sounds like, I have to really show myself. I have to write about myself. Yeah, like I'm sweating right now. I don't know why. I have have the air conditioning on. (laughs) I'm like sweating just talking about this. Yeah. So tell me more about that. Why is that so scary to write about yourself? Yeah. You know, I think it's because part of the, the story of myself and my you know, talking about being born unbreakable comes from what I've learned. And those learns or or, those lessons are from experiences. And those experiences are connected to people that have had an impact on me. But sometimes those experiences, you know, felt maybe a little traumatizing. And I feel like my truth could could feel like someone else's betrayal in terms of talking about a story, which I know, of course, it's about me. It's not so much to, to highlight another individual, but I have to speak about impacts on me if I'm going to be truthful about how it's taken me to where I am. And so I think it's it's that feeling of wanting to be authentic while also having full disclosure around, you know, how I've grown through my own trauma, through my own uh, pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a solo experience, mm-hmm. you know. So thing, I think that's some of the initial things that I think about is as I immerse in these stories and how to tell them, how do I, you know, make sure that I'm, not hurting potentially other people. Yeah. Yeah. So the fear is coming from a root thought of what if I hurt 
somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You're afraid of hurting somebody else's feelings through telling your story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we just, we're going to start right there. So you have a feeling running through your body of fear mm-hmm. coming from a thought. I don't want to hurt other people through telling my story. Yeah. Okay. So let's just start with noticing how you show up when you're operating from fear. You have a thought. I don't want to hurt other people's feelings through telling my story makes you feel afraid, which then how do you show up? If I was to just kind of watch you, like I was a fly on the wall, what would I see you doing? What would I see you not doing when you're operating from fear? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm reserved mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in not, in, in feeling um, like I have some kind of boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, or, or that, that sense of boundaries that I don't, <clears throat> that I'm almost um, creating myself unnecessarily mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's like this tension that I, that that comes up where in order for me to give the gift that I want to which is the whole intention of writing a book is being honest so people can connect there's this barrier that I'm creating um that has reservations you know it's making it's making me show up as reserved which is the opposite of what I want to do exactly okay what else um well and it's it's also inhibiting the creative process Mm. you know so there's like there is a flow when I feel comfortable and confident in something there is it feels limitless there's a flow there where I can just keep going and it's almost like there's so much information I need to figure out what to cut out and, and that's a little easier to do because then you can kind of pick what are the most poignant moments to, to address in this, and in, in feeling fear and reservation, it's, it's like stuckness. Like yeah. what can you say? What without, you know, because I feel inhibited by. Yeah. This so you're feeling inhibited others. and you start kind of yeah. second guessing. What can I say? What should yeah. I say? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you're feeling fear because you're thinking the thought you're, you're really kind of fixated on this belief that if I tell my story, I might hurt somebody's feelings, Mm -hmm. which then has you feeling reserved. It has you creating boundaries on what can and cannot be said. It really starts to restrict the creative flow. Yeah. Anything else? Does it have any touch points on anything even outside when you're feeling that fear from worrying about hurting other people's feelings? Is Are there touch points outside of the writing the book or your professional life? Is there anything else that it touches? Yeah. I mean, well, my body, I mean, I feel my body tense and tight, which yeah. is not also uncomfortable, you know. 
Um, I'm like, I don't think that's just from yesterday's workout. Um, it's, but you know, it's like a feeling of, of you're just like that your my muscles are tightened just thinking about it. So it definitely affects how you, how you show up in your body, you know, yeah. the presence of your, your, <clears throat> your body, not feeling as open as feeling as free. Um, but it also, you know, it's funny being in this seat talking about this because it also feels a little bit like hypocrisy. And wh why I say that is because I spend most of my day in a coaching seat listening to others and encouraging openness and vulnerability. And then here I am struggling with the very thing that I'm that I help people with. And I think it's because it becomes real when it's your struggle, right? Mm -hmm. And when it's it's different when you're listening to somebody else's struggle that's not emotionally attached to yourself. And that's that's where I'm like having that sense of hypocrisy of like, oh, yeah. it's one thing to tell someone else and then all of a sudden it's you and it's a different feeling, you know? Right, yeah. So what we want to do at this point is we want to see how our current thinking is creating our current experience. We want to connect the dots between that thought that you're having that I'm afraid I might hurt somebody's feelings by telling my story. That thought is what's generating the fear that has you showing up feeling hypocritical, creating boundaries, unnecessary boundaries, has you um, stopping that creative flow or maybe even not even allowing it to get started. It has you noticing tension in your body. It has you holding back with like these unnecessary boundaries and just ultimately feeling reserved. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, like what does that create for you? Ugh, it's writer's block. <laughs> it's like the office, you know, I, I intentionally took time this month to really put myself into this. You know, I'm, I'm committed to this, but it's, you know, if I can't get past this, it's going to be, a, it's going to feel like an uphill battle. And I, and, and I don't want that, you know, I want this to feel like once I start writing, I can lose track of time, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I can get all my thoughts out in a way that is going to help other people because that's what I, that's the, the goal. That's the intention. Mm -hmm. So I want to be able to work towards the goal and not against the goal. <laughs> yeah, You know, I don't yeah. want to feel like I'm running uphill this whole time. Right. So that thought that you're having, it's, it's really a thought loop and it's coming from the survival part of your brain, that primitive mm -hmm. part of your brain that's just meant to keep you safe. Right. And it is sounding like, I'm afraid to tell this story because what if I hurt somebody else's feelings? But ultimately, when you feel that fear, you see how you show up, how you behave. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, who are you hurting? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have this thought loop. I'm afraid of hurting somebody's feelings. And that somebody is you. That's that's the experience that is manifested. If you allow your primitive brain to kind of run off with the show. 
-hmm. But the good news is, is that right now, this very minute, we've caught it. We can see what, if we allow ourselves to react from that kind of primitive brain thought, that's not even true. It's a very dramatic way of thinking, Mm -hmm. but we can see what we create for ourselves when we just operate from that thought. Now, I know one coach to another coach, and I can see it as you're talking through this. I can see your face light up the minute your prodigy brain turns on. The minute your prodigy brain or your prefrontal cortex notices what's happening, how your primitive brain stifles that flow, the minute you notice that, I can see like the light turn on. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not even true. That's just very dramatic thinking. That's what's stifling the process. But it's so good for the average Joe who doesn't have the skill set to take a step back and to see the bigger picture, to see what they're creating for themselves. They may just operate from that thought for, you know, days, weeks years and they never ever get to experience the possibility of what their life could be because they're stifled by that primitive brain thinking that just makes my stomach hurt yeah (laughs) Yeah. so this is such a great example and we'll go on to like follow this as you know as the as the book starts to unfold we'll go on to follow all of the primitive brain thoughts because the primitive brain is not going to go away. You're always going to have fear-based thoughts. Those fear-based thoughts are meant to be there. They're meant to keep you safe. It actually has a purpose, but what we aren't meant to do is to react from them. Mm -hmm. The objective through coaching is to learn how to respond to them, not to react, but to respond. So responding looks like first noticing that the reaction is even happening. And the more, the better you can get at noticing that, the quicker you'll be able to get at noticing that, which Mm -hmm. will start to like interrupt the pattern. So you won't, you won't react as much or as often. You won't create unwanted experiences for yourself as often when you get good at catching it. So you notice that you're feeling scared and we can, we can like architect, we can very clearly see in black and white what that creates for us, how we show up when we're feeling scared under in this context. So you can have a choice. You can see it and say, okay, so ultimately when I operate from that thought that makes me feel scared and I stop writing or I, you know, allow myself to tense up and I hinder that creative flow. Ultimately I'm hurting my own feelings. It's me that I'm hurting. Do I want to continue to do that? And I'm guessing your answer is no, no. I do not. Right. So how do you want to feel? about the exact same circumstance, getting started writing this book. How do you want to feel? You gave me all sorts of like ideal feels. Yeah. <laughs> you were telling me how you were currently feeling. You kept slipping in how you want to be feeling. Yeah. If you could sum that up, what would it be? Exuberance. 
excitement, you know, um, joy and, and a feeling of service. I mean, that's what this is all about is being able to, you know, take, take something that I have spent years, you know, learning through, through my process of growth and, and gifting it, you know, gifting, gifting this because I know in my heart of hearts, which is the, is the, the genesis, the, you know, the, the reason for this is because I know it will help people. And that's, you know, when I'm in that mindset, it, it's, it does feel limitless. It does feel like it's, it's not a chore. It's not a task. It's something that just feels right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's the right thing to do because if I can help one person, you know, that feels like they're not enough, like there's limiting beliefs that are stopping them from exactly what you're describing, where they're not able to be in live in the fullest extent of what their greatness has them capable of, then I've done a good thing mm-hmm. with, this, with this book. Like that's where I want to live. Yeah. <laughs> so we clearly architected what the primitive brain was creating for you. Mm-hmm. Now that was very unintentional and now we have an awareness of it. So let's intentionally create the thought that's going to create the exuberance, the joy, the ah, the service, like the heartfelt service that's going to have you in action creating what it is that you want. So you are going to architect the result, the experience that you actually want to have. So you said, I want to feel like joy and exuberance. Mm -hmm. What the thought that you gave me is I'm gifting my story because it will help people. If this could help just one person. Yeah. This could help just one person. And that makes you feel what I'm giving my story, even if it just helps one person. Yeah. It makes me feel fulfilled. Okay. Really does. All right. Now, when you're feeling fulfilled and I want you to notice the stark difference between we're talking about the exact same circumstance. Mm. Only thing that has changed as is the way you're thinking about the circumstance. Same exact circumstance of writing your book. You were operating from a thought unintentionally of I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings by telling my story Mm -hmm. versus the thought that I'm gifting my story to help just one person notice how we have changed the way we're thinking about the exact same circumstance and notice how differently we feel depending on which thought we are intentionally focusing on it's like a vast difference (laughs) isn't that crazy it's so crazy okay so let's just finish out the architecture of this intentional mind math okay Mm -hmm. so you have the thought that i am gifting this story to help even just one person it's gonna ultimately help 
countless people, but you would do it to just help one person. You would gift your story to help just one person. That makes you feel, what'd you say? Fulfilled. Fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you show up? What would I see you doing when you're feeling fulfilled? Smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And having a sense of openness. Yeah. And relaxation with it. Feeling um, proudly vulnerable because I'm in a place of connection. I think when we're in our most human state of not, uh, of, of connecting is when we, that's, that's humanity mm-hmm. that, that transcends all of the things that create divisiveness in the world, which mm-hmm. is part of the other goal I have. You know, you're not looking at, uh, the exterior things, um, like even, the religion we grew up in or the background that we've had or the things that put us in boxes. But when it comes to human emotion and connection, that transcends everything. And that's Mm -hmm. the place that I want people to experience Mm -hmm. is us having that. And that's, that makes me happy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. And it sounds like (laughs) that's the flow. Mm -hmm that's going to be happening, that's going to create this book with ease and joy, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're not going to come up against, you know, you're not going to come into the crossroads of, you know, questioning certain components of it. Of course you will. Yeah. But those are not going to be the obstacles that keep you from writing this book. You will immediately go back to the belief that you would tell this story, you would gift this story, even if it was just for one person, if it impacted one life, that makes you feel fulfilled, which then has you living into your humanity. It has you open. It has you smiling, right? It's like, that's the way that you are going to write this book in all your transparency with all of your vulnerability mm-hmm. in all of your authentic ways it's going to be a book that has was created by you for you and for all of your readers yeah so that is the thought that of course your primitive brain is going to want to go back to that primitive brain, fear-based thoughts can be like, but, 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 but don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. We're afraid that we're going to hurt somebody's feelings. That's okay. As long as you notice that and you just call it out for what it is, it's just a fear-based thought. It has a purpose, but we're not going to operate from that. We're going to operate from that thought, that intentional thought that I'm gifting my story because it will help people. And that is going to like springboard this writing, this book. It's going to make it feel so easy and so fun and so fulfilling. So that I always, I always joke that that's the thought that you got to have written on your wrist so you can sit and go, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) You got to remind yourself. (laughs) 
so true. It's amazing what our thoughts are capable of doing. Isn't it? Yeah. It's really powerful. And I love the fact that you're willing to point out even coaches need to be reminded of this on a daily basis. Daily basis. And I, yeah, I mean, we're human, you know, as as much as you study and learn, uh, you know, how to self-regulate and, and manage it's, it's natural and normal to go through little cycles and have to have pep talks with yourself. You know, that's why I have to write notes. I have to make uh, alarms. (laughs) I have to put it electronically and, you know, written in different places because it's, it's, we do, we have these uh, behaviors Mm-hmm. that are thought loops. Yeah, yeah, the thought loops yeah, that create feelings that drive our behaviors. And so it's just our job to notice those. We don't mm-hmm. need to like compound any sort of suffering by like berating ourselves for having them. They're meant to be there. We're just going to lessen the amount of time we react to them. So yeah. I will be so excited to hear how that first week goes with you operating from that thought. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just find the next thought that might be like holding us back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just so excited because I feel like I'm in an energy after having gone through this with you that I can go on my author accelerator call today with, with that openness, you know, and, and also the, What's really neat is seeing the other authors be open and vulnerable and sometimes those same thoughts and feelings come up yeah. is to share in that to strengthen our own mind through the process of this. So um, I'm excited about being in the right space <laughs> today yeah. for this. So I'm thank you for uh, allowing allowing the my pleasure. Yeah, all My of this. pleasure. To, you to did all the work. Process. Good work. This Girlfriend, so I'll, I'll look forward to Whew. seeing how it all turns out. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I'm thank you for, for anyone tuning in. This is such a such a neat experience for me. You'll see Coach Tracy again next week as we're we're on this journey of learning together. Um it's you know, again, this is, this is born unbreakable is, is all about connecting and finding that, that sense of, you know, how to, how do we work together in this life to move forward? So hopefully you've gotten a little bit of that, that learning today. So, so grateful. Thank you, Tracy. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.